Welcome, listeners, to wait, hold on, forty, right? Yes, forty. Okay, okay. Welcome, listeners, to our fortieth episode of the Unprofessional Analyst. Uh, today we'll be talking a lot about Biden. Uh, so first of all, we'll talk about his、uh, airstrike on Syria, and secondly, we'll talk about、uh, his new rescue plan. Yep. So basically, before we touch on the airstrikes, we have we have to give con- we kind of have to give context as to why. Mm-hmm. Um, Biden authorized these airstrikes. So basically, on February fifteenth,、um, about uh, nearly uh, two weeks、um, from today, or earlier than today, twelve、um, rockets、uh, launched by、um, by terror groups in the Middle East targeted coalition military entities in Iraq. In Iraq,、um, it killed a military、uh, a military contractor and wounded. Five Americans, including one U.S. service member, and keep in mind it killed the or excuse me, it wounded the the U.S. service member. Did not kill the、mm-hmm. service member.、Yeah. And this airstrike,、um, according to the Pentagon and the Biden administration, was retaliation. So、um, a few days ago, uh, uh, U.S. Air Force F-15、um, fighter jets dropped seven quarter-ton bombs. In eastern Syria,、um, at a border crossing utilized by the same、um, militia group that targeted that targeted the coalition、um, entities in Iraq,、um, according to the Pentagon, this was a quote proportionate military response.、Um, uh, it's they said it was because Iran could not quote act with cannot quote act with impunity, and. This is according to、um, the Pentagon as well. Quote: At the same time, we have acted in a deliberate manner that aims to de-escalate the the overall situation in both eastern Syria and Iraq.、Um, prior to the strike, prior to the to the airstrike a few days ago, the administration did not fully consult Congress.、Um, they they talked to congressional leaders, but they did not consult the full Congress because keep in mind,、um, Congress. Is is the one with the power of the purse, right?、Mm-hmm. Um, they're the ones that can that use that, according to the Constitution, can authorize military military strikes, and and declare war.、Um, so because of this, because of the fact that that Biden did not consult Congress,、um, uh, obviously Congress was outraged.、Um, Senator Tim Kaine said. Um, the American people deserve to hear from the for from the administration's rationale for these strikes, and its legal justification for coming, for for acting without coming to Congress. And Representative Ro Khanna said, "There is absolutely no justification for a president to authorize a military strike that is not in self-defense against an imminent threat without congressional authorization." So yeah,、um, mm-hmm. Biden is really facing a lot of backlash from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah,、uh, and、uh, as you said,、uh, the service member was wounded, not killed.、Uh, the only American people、uh, that was killed was the American contractor.、Um, and you know, many are wondering, like,、uh, you know, one American contractor、uh, doesn't mean,、uh, like, if if an American contractor gets killed overseas, doesn't mean you will、uh, airstrike automatically airstrike that country. Mm-hmm. That 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 that's a really big concern. And like from, at, at least from my point of view, uh, one American contractor does not deserve 
uh, such a massive amount of airstrike, which resulted in 22 person killed uh, in Syria. Um, so, and and then, uh, as as you said, Biden did not consult uh, Congress. Uh, and also, you know, uh, last year, uh, 2020, January 6th, that was three days after Trump striked, uh, well, Trump assassinated the Iranian general. Uh, Soleimani, right? Yeah, uh-huh. and, 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 and Trump didn't consult uh, co- Congress either. And then Biden had, had a tweet that day. He's like, uh, let's be clear, Donald Trump does not have the authority to take us into war without congressional approval. A president should never take this na- nation to war without the informed consent of the American people. So that's what Biden said a year ago. And then now he's doing the same thing, basically. Uh, and, you know, uh, many worry that this action will uh, escalate the tension in the region. You know, uh, and then uh, the targeted strike group of this strike was uh, ir- pro-Iran militias. Mm-hmm. It, it 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 wasn't any terrorist groups or it was it was anything. Iran-backed militia. Yeah, it was a militia. It wasn't ISIS. It wasn't Al Qaeda. Mm-hmm. It was it was a um, what do you call this? It was a militia. Yeah. So yeah. um, um, but yeah, a lot of Biden supporters are are outraged by this actually, or mm-hmm. I mean, people that voted for Biden because if you look at um, if you if you look at his his platform when he was running for president, and this is taken directly from his from his website from his campaign website, he said, "quote Biden will for, will will end the forever wars in the Middle East, which have cost us untold blood and treasure. Staying entrenched in unwinnable conflicts only drains our capacity to lead on other issues that require our attention." Um. So. Oh yeah, I I I I think that uh that sentence you just quoted it was pretty accurate because uh the U.S. is spending so much money on these wars, uh mm-hmm. not really gaining anything except oil, um yeah it's disproportionate spending exactly that much. yeah and, because you know mm-hmm. I'm sorry go ahead oh yeah and 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 that was actually one of Trump's strategy to what what one of Trump's uh strategy because he wanted to pull all the troops back he doesn't want fighters trump was asking his uh government uh members uh, cabinet members that uh why are we keeping all these troops overseas i don't earn any more money like the u.s doesn't earn any more money from it and then like uh and then i i think the reason why uh biden decided to strike without congressional approval is well first of all if he asks congress uh I mean, it's going to pass because there's more Democrat in the Congress, in the House of Representatives. And, you know, the Senate is also controlled by the Democrats. But the the reason is that, you know, many people in the U.S. are suffering right now, ex- especially Texas. You know, they don't have electricity still. Um, and then, you know, and then Biden now is spending more money on striking other countries rather than using that money to actually help Texas or help other people, right? I think that's going to get him a lot of uh, backlash from the public. So that's why he decided to uh, not inform Congress. And, uh, you know, a, a, another reason, like another signal that this uh, strike releases um, is, you know, many say this release is a signal, signal that America is back. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, it, it, it serves more... so. It serves more as a message to American adversaries and allies mm-hmm. 
yeah. than than a retaliation for the rocket attack. Because yeah. you know, keep in mind, no rational. Per- I mean, obviously, look, one person was killed, and one per- you know, pe- people were wounded, and that's terrible, right? Uh-huh. That's terrible. Yes, you know, uh-huh. it's a terrible thing that someone had to die because of this. But you know, this doesn't justify utilizing the air force to drop seven quarter seven, ton bombs. Uh-huh. I think it was five hundred pounds, right? Five hundred. Yeah, pounds. that's a quarter. Uh-huh. I think tons like two thousand. I don't know. Pounds. But um. But yeah, dropping seven, seven, seven military bomb or seven bombs, you know, killing twenty two people instead on on a border yeah. crossing, you know. Yeah. So, but anyway, so as I was saying, uh, it serves more as a message than a reta- than actually a retaliatory retaliatory strike because, you know, it it sends the message that you know, like you said, the U.S. intends on remaining engaged in the Middle mm-hmm. East, you know. Yeah. Um, because obviously. Trump was Trump was reducing military influence in the Middle East, right? He pulled troops out everywhere. Of, he pulled everywhere. All, uh-huh. pulled troops every out of everywhere. Faced a lot of backlash for it. Like when he pulled troops mm-hmm. out of northern Syria in 2019, he faced a lot of backlash because of international relations between yeah. Kurds and Turkey uh-huh. and whatnot. Um, and and so that was signaling uh, withdrawal. Of, obviously, it wasn't withdrawal of U.S. troops. And this just sends a message message that hey. The U.S. were not completely leaving, you know. It's like, hey, I, I'm Biden. I'm not Trump. I'm different. Mm-hmm. And it kind of sends the message, or and it it kind of you know it shows that Biden isn't totally anti Middle East, or there's there's evidence that Biden isn't totally anti Middle East because one, he he was Obama's vice president, right? Obama mm-hmm. was one of those presidents yeah. that did that did um, facilitate military strikes in the Middle East, right? Yeah, uh huh. I mean, he and, he kind of started it, so. Hmm. And two, uh, Biden's own son served in the Middle East. He was he was a he yeah. was a I believe an, an army officer uh-huh. um, uh, that did one or two tours in the Middle East. So you know, and th- that just shows like if he's if he gives the blessing to his son to serve in the Middle East, that doesn't show that he that does that shows that he is not completely anti. Um, what you know? What 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 what, what do you mean when you say anti Middle East? But, when I say anti Middle East, I mean like anti military elements in the middle east you know oh so anti-war in the middle east anti-war in the okay. east that's that's what i mean yeah yeah. so yeah um, he, he, he's he's definitely not anti-war you saw the strike so the strike and you know the fact that he lets that he lets his own son serve there mm-hmm. but um so like i said like i mentioned earlier biden promised in his, during his campaign to withdraw from the middle east right yeah and this is still a one-time incident um, so, do you think he will actually follow through with that promise to withdraw from Middle East? Well, um, um, oh yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we we've seen multiple times that a candidate, whether it's president or other candidate, you know, they they say stuff when they're uh, campaigning, but then they never do it. And uh, so that can be one of the reasons why uh, Biden will not follow through with his promise. But I think another important reason is. Uh, excuse me, Biden's eight years with Obama. All right, so you know how uh, when Biden was campaigning, everyone's like, oh, Obama third term, right? Uh, and, you know, from this strike, you know, we can kind of see that Biden isn't going to change a lot. Well, Biden isn't going to differ a lot from Obama's term, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just how politicians work when they campaign you know they say a lot of good stuff you know they make you happy and then you vote for them and then they never do anything yeah so so you're so you you think that he is not going to withdraw from middle east no he's not i mean 
clearly not because uh and 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 also um so uh russia has came out and said that so every time the u.s or russia does something in the middle east they would report to each other first um mm-hmm. but like i i saw a report i think in political they said that the u.s informed russia five minutes because obviously five minutes obviously before. five minutes before yeah so the the the, the u.s called russia five minutes before hey we're gonna strike that place five minutes before all right um that was according to the <laughs> russian foreign uh ministries personnel five minutes before and yeah, and, and then and, 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 and then russia came out and said five minutes doesn't mean anything we can't do anything in five minutes so mm-hmm. and it, mm-hmm, yeah and and and, and 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 i think that just uh that proves another uh i say strong stance against russia you know mm-hmm. to its allies definitely in eastern europe mainly uh yeah and uh-huh. it, it also can you know, it kind of also kind of sent, can send the message to 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 Russia because keep in mind, twenty nineteen, the U.S. pulled out all troops in Syria, mm-hmm, yeah, basically letting Russia facilitate <clears throat> Russia expand its influence yeah. in the in in Syria. But just keep, but just remember, U.S. was pro Kurds, anti Bashar al Assad. Russia was pro mm-hmm. exactly. And since the U.S. withdrew from Syria, this kid kind of sent a message like, "Hey, we're back. You know, we're still, we're back, right?" Yeah. So <clears throat> and and and, um, and then I think <clears throat> excuse me I think another uh reason so one it's to tell everyone in the world the US is back in the Middle East and um I think another thing is that so the US compared to uh the former US like pre-pandemic US is definitely a lot weaker um instead uh particularly domestic issues uh, uh, like mm-hmm. pandemic, uh, political divisions, you know. So, the 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 U.S. is definitely a lot weaker now. So, you know, there has been voices outside saying, "Oh, the U.S. is so weak. Uh, what should we do?" And like, and and it's 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 not just from abo- opponents, but also from its allies. So, I think a- another reason why um, the U.S. decides to strike is to show them, you know, just just show off the muscles a little bit, you know, uh, show its allies that we still have uh enough military, mi- military strength and you know I, I i think that's um that's another message but i think a, a third really important reasons uh is that uh so we know that the u.s economy isn't doing well because of the pandemic uh mm-hmm. the gdp uh went down 3.5 percent compared to last year yeah. so um you know when you know so uh, the military industrial complex they can earn a lot of money by starting wars. So, and 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 then and then if if you need to produce weapons, that means you 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 you, you kind of need to hire people. So, exactly. th- this can also be a way for Biden to drag the U.S. To, to, to out of this economic recession. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, um, wars are a major way to keep to that to get the economy up and running mm-hmm. again, yes. right? You know, like we saw this with in the Great Depression and World War Two, right? Germany, yeah. You know, and 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 Germany and everything. Um. So yeah, and that that's 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 another reason why why a lot of people think that because with Biden, it's it would be five U.S. five consecutive U.S. presidents that have conducted military strikes in Syria in the Middle East, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. And there's there's a re and the reason as to why a lot of people think that you know prior to Biden, four consecutive U.S. presidents um, c- 
conducted military operations in, in the Middle East was because of the fact that it could facilitate um, economic growth, Oil. right? Yeah. <laughs> Oil, um, military industrial complex, you know, hiring private military contractors, like the one that, that unfortunately mm-hmm. passed away, yeah. um, uh, hiring companies to make jets, bombs, tanks, missiles, whatever, bombs, missiles, guns, ammunition, you know, um, hiring, you know, all these logistics companies to move to, fil- to facilitate the living uh, or to fil- facilitate the deployment of U.S. troops, you know, having transportation mm-hmm. and whatnot. The the whole military industrial complex is underrated when it comes to economic influence. People don't realize how big, um, how big of a machine it can mm-hmm. be, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. Um, so yeah, and that's that's another reason, you know, and that's again one of Biden's big big platforms. You know, we will pull the U.S. out of this um, out of this pandemic induced economic yeah. crisis. Uh, you were mentioning. It's 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 a really big factor in the economic sector. Now, just 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 to give you some uh, context, like just put this into context, like like an F thirty five jet is about one hundred million dollars. So that mm. and you know you, you you will definitely produce more than one, and you can sell those to your allies to European nations. Um, so uh, that's a lot of money that the government can spend, and you know this is. I, this, I think you can draw a, a slight parallel to uh, the New Deal. You know, uh, you can say, you know, government spending. Uh, and then, so that means the private companies, whether it's a military complex or other companies, they're going to start hiring people and they're going to start make stuff. You know, it gets the money starts to flow in this uh, circulation. So, uh, that's a really important aspect of why, you know, Biden kind of striked the Middle East. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, another another example is that it costs over a hundred thousand dollars to equip a U.S. Army yeah, it's soldier. it's 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 very expensive. Um, Wars are very expensive. Every, you know, and and everything from the helmet Guns, to the body uh, armor uh-huh. to, to the to the uniform to the weapon. Um, those are all made by private mm-hmm. manufacturers, right? It doesn't the have US doesn't have its own, you know, uniform uh-huh. making a factory. You know, they they were they they refer to privatized companies and they subsidize them and, and they have contracts with these companies like, hey, you know, churn out two million, you know, military yeah. uniforms a year uh-huh. for us and we'll pay you this much. You know, so it costs over a hundred thousand dollars to equip one US Army soldier. And like like you said, wars are and that's just another testament as to why the military industrial complex is such a big Mm-hmm. big player um in the economic sphere in the economic realm uh which can serve like like we were saying as a as a as a possible motivation as to why biden is choosing to to uh continue military operations mm-hmm. in the middle east yeah and and, and so. uh, i think so uh we all know 2020 the uh, u.s had a lot of tension with china uh and also um the u.s ships had been coming to south china sea a lot and uh, I think, you know, people like back in last year, 2020, June or July, when the tension was really high between Trump and uh, China, uh, people were speculating that there was going to be a small battle or somewhere in the South China Sea or around Taiwan Strait. Uh, but then, you know, obviously, uh, the U.S. is not going to touch a nuclear country. Well, it's like, uh, you know, 
it's like it's it's like the U.S. is not gonna go and strike Russia, not gonna go strike China, not gonna strike no, no, North Korea. You know, those are two two high risks, and、uh, they will definitely cost a lot more than striking Middle East because,、uh, you know, Middle East is very it's very weak. It's chaos, chaos because、uh-huh. of all the chaos.、Um, and, and 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 you know that、yeah. the. The the U.S. can simply send, let's say, two、uh, aircraft carriers, and that's it. But you know, two aircraft carrier is nothing to big countries like China and Russia.、Right? So I think that that's another、mm-hmm. economic concern. You know, it's cheaper to strike there, and it can release a message for the Biden administration.、Mm-hmm. Exactly.、Um, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I think、uh, that's about it. You know, we will follow up. You know.、Uh, The countries around hasn't said anything. Like Iran, Iraq hasn't said anything yet. But、uh, we'll follow. We'll see、uh, if there's any more escalations later on.、Uh, and now we will move to a more domestic topic.、Uh, it's about Biden's res- rescue plan.、Uh, so it had a lot of things about pandemic, about、uh, Biden trying to safely open school.、Uh, Vaccination programs,、uh, you know, helping to control the pandemic and everything.、Um, but then, you know, we we saw that Biden tried to sneak in one of his、uh, agendas, you know, raising minimum wage to fifteen dollars, but it was struck down. It, it, it was struck、mm-hmm. down by by the Senate、uh, because it was quote unquote like extraneous、uh, Amendment, extraneous amendment or extraneous things in, in inside because,、uh, so, I, I you know, raising the minimum wage is definitely a、uh, a a a a, a long time purpose of the Democratic Party. So, uh, what 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 why do you think Biden is trying to raise minimum wage right now? Because as you know, uh, small businesses might not be able to pay those minimum wage because they don't have money right now. So,、uh, just w- what's your comment on this、uh, raising minimum wage to fifteen dollars? So, I think that, like you said, I like the term you said, sneak it in, and I think this is one hundred percent the reason as to why he imp- he he included the the、uh, doubling the minimum wage. Because keep in mind, the, the minimum wage right now, I think, is well, it、like、it seven, it it, it differs by the state by states. Yeah. So,、um, but anyway, setting the benchmark at fifteen dollars, it, it can、right? be a drastic.、Um, uh, it can be a drastic increase for some states, right?、Mm-hmm. So,、uh, this is a, like you said, a way to sneak it in because if he if he if he sends this to Congress, right? If he has, if he um, where was I? What was I talking about again?、Uh, I I think you were talking about the the minimum wage because、um, that's where I cut off. I think yes. So. Yeah. So basically, this this bill, the stimulus plan, this COVID relief bill, whatever you want to call it, is a way for him to sneak in this provision,、mm-hmm. um, because obviously Biden's fairly progressive.、Um, yeah. And and to do- to double the minimum wage, to raise the minimum wage to fifteen dollars is is a fairly、um, progressive move. And and if he if he was to propose this to Congress by itself, if he was going to go up to Congress, um. Uh, by himself, have people draft it up, send it. Just and the bill is only 
let's raise the minimum wage to $15. It definitely would not pass. 100% would not pass. Mm. But if he's able to sneak it in with a bigger bill saying like, hey, you know, might here's, pass. Yeah. here's a set amount of money. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and, and in one of his 15 is raising the minimum wage to $15 with, with the justification that people are hit hard by this pandemic. They need money. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's a way to get that, that provision passed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think that's the reason as to, as to why um, he, he snuck it into the bill. And do you agree with me? Do you think that's why, that's why, re- that's the reason as to why he did it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That that's, that's why he did it. But then, you know, uh, th- th- there has been discussions on whether you know people should raise minimum wage, um, and my answer to that question is yes and no, because um, so I I understand that you know raising minimum wage will give people uh more money, uh you know just more wage, but then at the same time if you raise minimum wage, like the price level of everything is also gonna raise, and then and 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 then and then moreover like. Let's say you work at McDonald's and and like right now your wage is ten dollars per hour, but then all of a sudden Biden says no, fifteen dollars an hour. You know your your employee might be like, huh, is it cheaper for me to, uh, you know, use a machine to for for people to order food or should I still hire you? Exactly. You know, th- th- this can cause a lot of uh just unemployment Uninten- issues, uh-huh. unintended unemployment. Yeah, just like keep in mind. So raising raising the minimum wage is a great idea. Has good intentions, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, you're, you're helping people. You're helping put people on their feet, but then it's important to manage your expectations and think about the unintended consequences. Mm-hmm. You know the ramifications of of this idea. Um, so yeah, I, I I sort of agree with you. Um, actually, I might I think I 100% agree with you. Uh, raising the minimum wage, yeah, we c- we should do it if it's if we're able to, if there aren't going to be any unintended, if there aren't going to be any undesirable, you know, ramifications, right? Yeah. Uh, like the shifting to autonomous machines, for mm-hmm. instance, that can replace cashiers. Um, yeah. Or order takers and, uh-huh. and whatnot. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, and, 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 and then, you know, just um, m- more things about the rescue plan. Uh, so, there was a section that's titled "Restore U.S. Leadership Globally and Build Better Preparedness," and the first ten and 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 then the first sentence is uh, "Protecting the United States from COVID nineteen requires a global response." See, um, like that's the sentence I kind of it, it kind of confuses me. So it's kind of vague, right? No, it it says "Protecting the U.S. from COVID nineteen requires a global response." So. Like from my understanding, that sentence sounds like the global the the entire globe is responsible to protect the U.S. from COVID nineteen. Mm. That 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 that's what it sounded like to me. Cause it says protecting the U.S. from COVID nineteen requires a global response. But uh, other than that, you know, um, it the the title also mentioned uh, restore U.S. leadership globally and build better preparedness. Uh, you know, this is just under the signal, the U.S. is back by Biden. Mm. Yeah. Restore the U.S. leadership globally. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Propagating so, the U.S. So, so, so and, and, and if we look at it from a different angle, you can say that the Biden administration is admitting that the U.S. is losing its leadership globally right now. Mm. And it's a fact, you know. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, you know, China obviously has been growing its sphere of influence mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, 
one road one uh what was it what was it uh, uh, one road belt and road initiative and the, the belt and road initiative that's the way to extend RCEPT and also RCEPT, uh investment agreements re- with europe reconsolidating control in the south in the uh-huh. south china sea yeah um affirming its strength against india and kashmir uh-huh. right well, yeah, the U.S. Uh-huh. The China China is China is um, growing its sphere of influence and and the it, the exponential growth of its economic power mm-hmm. of, yeah. its, of its economic strength yeah that's a major threat to the U.S. to the U.S. Uh, the U.S. position on the global stage mm-hmm. and you know uh, that 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 has never been like uh, you know historically throughout. 200 something years of the u.s history uh there hasn't been a country that challenged the u.s economically like china has uh you know it's uh you know back in the day soviet union didn't have a really strong economy because at the time the soviet union had its own economic block the u.s had its own economic block like the two were not uh intermingled but now you know everything's uh globalized uh yeah so uh you know and Trump was like uh, last year in 2019 when Trump started trade war. Trump was talking about to detach from from, from China, but you know, many have said uh, Chinese experts, U.S. expert, U.S. Commerce Department has said uh, it's really difficult to detach. First of all, and secondly, if detached, it will be catastrophic to both to both China and the U.S. Because you know, this is. We're, we're, the world is only going to get more and more globalized, mm-hmm. right? There's yeah. only going to be more and more intermingling between, yeah. you know, different uh, countries, uh-huh. between different countries, between multinational corporations and mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah. Uh, intergovernmental, intergovernmental organizations and treatises. Um, and, and yeah, to, to, um, to detach and to isolate uh, itself a little bit, like what, for instance, what what Trump was intending to do with bringing U.S. jobs back, mm-hmm. um, it just it, it it leads to again unintended consequences, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So so yeah. Uh, um. The I I don't know how his COVID relief bill is going to restore U.S. leadership on the global stage. Well, I mean, I, I I I mean, like in order to you know get your econ- economy back, you're gonna have to control the pandemic first. And uh, mm-hmm. that 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 is something that Biden said in the rescue plan. He said, "Well, I I don't remember the exact line, but he said something like, uh, in order to restore our economy, we have to control the pandemic.' Uh, and 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 then also in his res- rescue plan, he also mentioned a fourteen hundred dollar relief check for every single Americans. Um, like you know, so." Since last March, we've seen those relief checks, $2,000, $600, $800, $1,400. If, 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 if you were to add all these checks up, it's probably not even over 5000 in total. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been a year. I, I, I just don't know how these checks can really help people. But, you know, I, I still think, right... You know, uh, giving people some relief, it's okay. But the main thing is that you have to control the pandemic. And uh, we, we we saw some plans in this rescue uh, plan by Biden, but uh, we'll see how this goes. You know, e- e- everything is still on paper right now. We don't know how it's going to go, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we'll, we'll find out in a few months and mm-hmm. see how 
see how everything's gonna how everything's gonna be because you know a lot of people are shift a lot of things are shifting towards normalization again Mm -hmm, yeah right here in la county los angeles county in california um k through six schools kindergarten through sixth grade schools are opening again Mm. um, for in for in-person instruction um a lot of high schools are waiting for their green light to reopen um so so yeah we'll see we'll see where it goes in a few months Mm -hmm. uh yeah, I think the, that's all we have for you today. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And uh, we'll keep up with uh, Middle East and the rescue plan. Bye. Bye.